Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Podcast Assemble, a show where you come for your regular geeky download. My name's Tommy, and I'm delighted, as always, to be joined by my friend and co-host from across the pond. It's wow. a mop. It's a mop? <laughs> Did you say it's a mop because my hair's all flat yeah. today? Didn't you, put any uh, product like in. A, it's you look very like a mop. straight. It's getting long. It's DL. Yeah, it is. Oh, uh, uh, I'm good. Obviously, need a haircut. Jeez. Yeah, clearly. Fucking talking shit. Well, that's here. that's the light at the end of the tunnel I'm seeing at the moment, oh, right? Man, so last week I was joking about that. I got a text off my old barber saying that things were opening, and this week I got a text saying that my current barber is opening, and I've got a haircut put, booked in for the twentieth. I need to actually get something on. I should probably. So I should actually book something. Huh? Yeah, absolutely. My, so my, I got a text through on mine, and I clicked on to to book it, and yeah. it was the days were going within seconds so wow. it was originally for the 14th and by the time i managed to get one in it was the 20th so it was like wow that was I'll fast a full mullet by then <laughs> um no i just like mine's uh, getting multi look it's getting really ratty at the back yeah, it's it? gross dude i can't it's I, not it's not an attractive not yours or mine i just i just can't handle it it's like why like, how have these guys made a living like i guess backhanded like yes <laughs> I was, like what have they been the doing i ain't seen any of that cash like, it's so <laughs> fucked up anyway um we're we are close how have you been buddy what's been happening uh a lot of stuff in life life but uh i've still managed to watch some things to be fair Um, oh before we before we jump into it uh there'll be time codes in the description we'll be able to jump around and check we'll start off chatting some rubbish about it what we've been up to we'll talk about the geeky news and then we'll move on to our main topic which is a weird one this week different it's different Different. we can can preface it when we get there okay yeah what have you been up to um, look, man, I've been, wa- I've been catching up on some things. Did you ever watch Sex Education? We talked about this last week. Yeah. Oh, we did. You did. Like, okay. You, you've seen it. No, I, I finished that. Ah. Um, so I was like halfway through last week. Wait, but I'm curious if you ever dropped. watched season one. Season three just dropped, right? Yeah. Two. I, I burned through it. Did you? Yeah, it was season three. It was we good. Should, we should do that with Invincible. That'd be really nice one day. I don't, well, Invincible isn't as easy as just clicking onto my <laughs> Netflix. I could literally give you it. But so. I could, I could, actually, I think I have, it's on, is it Amazon? Yes. Yeah, I could actually watch it to be fair. Do you have Amazon? I, I have Amazon, but it's, there's no TV app for Amazon for some reason. Oh, really? It's like really crappy. That's weird. Um, I'm well, surprised by that. I'm sure they do have one, but I can't get it to work on my Samsung TV. I bet you can get it on your PlayStation. Yeah, probably. That's how you do it. All right. So, what, anyway. sex education. Talk to me. We talked about it last week. So no, positive, I just I watched it. I positive it. It was, sexual vibes. Yeah, it was good. That's positive sexual vibes. <laughs> I mean, it's a bit extreme, in it, and it's like, a, like in its address addressing, and it's like, what am I? What word am I trying to say? It's a bit extreme, and it's like statements about like, and representation of like this high school and like the craziness of the yeah. Uh, sex that goes on there it's trying to make a point like and emphasize things to an nth degree mm. um so it's exaggerated it's very exaggerated okay yeah interesting uh, it's, it's it's not something i would gravitate to you say that but when you watch it i think you'd like it i think i've seen like two episodes and i we've talked about this before i have a, a weird kind of you know from my childhood it's i have this love of julian things. anderson for some reason i don't know what it is um but well, she's, then you would like she, it. she's in it so i've got to avoid it at all costs otherwise i might just fall back into that life uh, dude, she's actually good looking in this. Nah, well. she's she's great. Um, I don't know why you wouldn't just double down then. Interesting. Um, but it's good. I recommend it. The boy in the striped pajamas. Watch that. Oh wow! Fucking yeah. I'm pretty Brutal. sure. I, I'm pretty sure I read that book. Did you Did you want to hurt yourself this weekend? <laughs> Scales choice. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure I read that book because as I was going through the movie, I was like, I know, I think I know what's gonna happen here. Was it your partner's? Uh, it was her no veto weekend. No veto. It was her oh. no veto choice. Yeah. 
And then I finished Rick and Morty out. Yes, and great. I finished What If. So I had a pretty busy show week. For have, sure. you, have you seen this week's What If? So I was in, which is the last one you saw? It was seven. Okay, so I think you've seen the up to If Thor Was a Party Boy. Yes. Okay, cool. Because that, that's as far as I've seen, because I've not seen today's. Oh, there's a new... I thought it was done. It so comes how, every Wednesday. There's how many nine. are there? There's nine. Nine, okay. Yeah, that was a pretty funny one, I guess. It was yeah. a bit ridiculous. I enjoyed but, it, actually. But it was very Thor. It was very, like... I think it was... Of very, that franchise. Well, it was Chris Hemsworth, right? He played it as well. And I, I like that it yeah. gave him a different vibe to the Thor character. Yeah. No, I just meant that, like, it wasn't, like, as, like, serious as, like, the way Thor has been comedic. It kind of aligned to that. It so wasn't let's, a serious Let's, let's just go back one then a second. So you mentioned you've yeah. seen Rick and Morty. I did. Um, and it was uh, it was pretty good ending, for sure. It was pretty wild, right? Yeah. Spoilers I mean, I for, spoilers for Rick and Morty, remember. by the way, if no one has seen it. Yeah, spoilers. We're going to spoil the ending. Season five. It's so heady, that ending. It was. I, I kind of like... So let me try this. Let me try and summarize Hit what me. the big twist was, or the big piece of canon. They go back to the consortium. Is that what it's called? What's it? Something with a C. What do you mean? The the big the Council of Ricks. Yeah, but it's like the, there's a name for it, like with a C. Okay, go on. Anyway, um, they go back to that place, and it's like back, even though he's like blown it up. Mm-hmm. And um, somehow, yeah, somehow. And the twist ends up being that not only like did Ricks keep Morty's around because it like canceled out each other's intelligence, mm-hmm. which we already knew. Yep. But that the Rick backstory that we heard, they kind of brush over it, but is basically led Rick to create and manufacture a market for Morty. So they're like mass created and like yeah. destroyed to satisfy these like endless versions of Rick. But not only that, the instead of doing it naturally, which would have been harder, they basically managed to separate all the realities that Rick and Morty are not where Rick and Morty are separate, like not don't, don't interact. They like separate all the realities. So the only realities that could exist in this sphere that they're in are ones where Rick and Morty are together or something like that. I, well, I think, I think what they tried to aim at there is the fact that if there is a, <laughs> exactly. if there's a reality where there isn't going to be a Morty. So for example, or, or um, if there isn't going to be a Morty or if for example, Rick is going to be taken away from his destiny of being like this traveler, they intervene and like, they'll kill like the Diane and the, and the Beth. And there's not many where they manage to survive. So it's an interesting, it's an interesting parallel. But I, I know what you're saying. So I thought they, they also did a one where they in, they basically mass produce Mortys and insert them into th- realities where Rick is alone. See, I still need to rewatch it. But I, th- yeah, I think what they so do fast. is, <laughs> yeah, I think what they do is, I th- I think they basically create a uh, like a shell around like the realities where yeah. the Ricks are more intelligent than the Mortys, so that you only have those realities. In, in existing in parallel and the end is where Morty's trying to bust through to get yes. to one of these other realities where maybe he's going to be able to be a more intelligent Morty but that's he can't anyway. president evil Morty anyway. I wonder if that's going to be like I, I mean like this is just me speculating the guys who do the Rick and Morty they just love to have these random non-canonical episodes I wonder if this is them sort of going this is the end of anything that you might think could be canon we're just going to do weird shit I'm sure it's like Maybe it's not the end, but it's like giving them an out. It's definitely an out yeah. for them, big time. I, um, I I I really enjoyed it. I did. I agree with you that it really went fast. Like it paced that episode. Yeah, it was. You got it the, was all wild. the bombs dropping at the end of it. Like Morty had to make a choice. I quite like the forty-year-old Morty. That was pretty. Funny. That was so random. I forgot <laughs> that about was that. So weird. 
And he's just like trying to guilt trip him. <laughs> and then you see like the crow thing was also weird. Such like, a random what the episode. Fuck are they on about? Such a random episode. And then they go off and have like a threesome with a scarecrow. Like, uh, yeah, I forgot about that. Weird. That, like ending. Like, and that's like why they it ends. I was a little disappointed. I'm not gonna lie. They were making fun of Dark Crystal in that episode. Oh, though. were they? Yeah. Okay. I've got to. I got to admit. Like, I know we talk a lot of crackpot theories on this, and we talk stupid stuff, but I was a little disappointed that when they were talking about um, the the full season running up, that it wasn't a different Rick and Morty we were seeing the whole way through. It was technically ours. I was like, some of the inconsistencies in the writing, it didn't make sense for it to be the ones that we'd been watching the whole time. And I was just a bit disappointed by that. I thought it would have been a really fascinating... Or maybe Rick's just, like, maturing. Nah. You know. I didn't like it. There was this weird, <laughs> wasn't there a weird, what was that bit where like Rick goes off and maybe it was at the end of the second to last one where he's like with the crows. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he's like, it's, it's and it was very time. much like reminiscent of the Rick from the first episode. Uh, like his little tangent. Maybe. Like, oh, we're going to do the shoes and the TV sitcoms. And, uh, it was like, it was like a, it was like a complete thousand rehash. years, Marty. Yeah. It was like a complete, and he's like perfect. It was like a complete like rehash of that monologue. Maybe. The, from the first one, like that style and yeah, the flow. Maybe, of it. but with a, a different feel to it. I don't know. Like I was satisfied by it. I thought it was good. I didn't find it. Uh, I thought some of the leaps in logic that were in, in this series were either sort of saying to us, it doesn't matter as much about like, the canonical nature of it, which is weird because they've been really, really particular with their writing all the way through. Mm-hmm. Or it's like, maybe we are seeing different Rick and Morty's. You just don't know. Well, I just think that that's the point. It's never going to be like this, this like linear story. That's, they don't yeah. want, they'll, they'll have elements of it that are, but like, it's still a cartoon. I, I guess what I'm saying is I like the idea of having the sort of attachments. That's Rick C-137 and Morty. Is that what it is? C-137? I think so, yeah. Well, they did say C-137 in this well, episode, yeah. so well, they're implying well, what I'm saying that it is, is the same, Rick. I like I liked that, that those two characters for the first, at least three seasons, were written so like specifically, and like when you were off with other Ricks and Mortys, there was ways to tell. Like You could always find out. Like It's usually an Easter egg or like a thing you can read into it, but mm-hmm. like in this, it was more like, yeah, whatever, and I was a bit like, ah, oh, you know, like, it's good. I mean, it makes me feel a little less pumped for the next season, but I say that, and then the next season will come around, and I'll be like, "I reckon like they, they, it's okay for him to change a bit." Like this sure. is the fifth season, so it's like okay if you, if we are watching like that two thirty seven or whatever it is one thirty seven Rick like, to be and that's what happened different. with Archer, right? They basically got to season I think five, and the dude who was writing it was like, "I don't want to do Monster of the Week anymore. I want it to be completely different. I want to go weird. Like I'm sick of this like formulaic show." And he just went absolutely. Shit I think wild. they've gone back to that. I think they have. Apparently, Which I'm, have, but yeah. it's on Netflix. I'm gonna watch it. There is, new, and they've just renewed it as well. Yeah, I saw. It. Speaking of He's stealing my news. Sorry, buddy. Sorry, we're not there. <laughs> we're not news yet. No. Um, oh, and then no. I, yeah. How about like what have you been watching? Oh no. Um, okay, I've been watching a couple of interesting things actually this week, and I think you'll like them. So, first and foremost, this week uh, it was the Partners Veto Week, mm-hmm. and we watched a movie that. If you haven't seen, you will absolutely love. It's got Tom Hardy and it's called Warrior. I have it in my queue forever. It is great. Yeah, I've just never watched it. Is any play like it's on Twin or something? Uh, it's not his twin. It's his brother. He ends up finding his brother, basically. And it's MMA. Like, if you're into MMA at all, I mean, I like yeah. MMA. Uh, I mean, it's a little far-fetched in terms of the MMA part at, at times. Yeah. Kurt Angle's in it, which is great. Um, but it's more about the relationship of the two brothers. It's, got it. It's fa- to their father as well. Got it. It's, like, it's really deep. It's affecting... Um, I think you'll really enjoy it. I love Tom Hardy, so I'm sure. I mean, it's literally been in there forever. I just haven't watched. It's like the opposite, like 
Gil will never watch that movie. So you I have you gotta to use it on Veto Week. I do. <laughs> you gotta what? You gotta use She'll it. Just complain about it the whole time. That's her like, problem. Fuck. She can't do that. That's the point of the non Veto uh, Week. And I didn't complain. She still does. You watched it. Ah, well, um, that's, that's not good. Well, there's a couple of other things I've been watching. Yeah. Uh, the first one, two, two, two things I think you're gonna enjoy. We've talked a bunch about needing a Star Wars fix. Yeah. And I mentioned last week that Star Wars Visions, which is nine uh, short anime uh, individual episodes, have been released on mm-hmm. Disney Plus. I've seen seven of them. I am really enjoying it. There are a couple that I'm a bit like, I'm not as into some of the cartoony anime style where it's overly cartoony, but there's some that are like that sort of like um, really, um, what's the word I'm looking for? There's one, the, f- the very first one's like black and white. It's mm-hmm. really sheer. It's quite hard to describe. It's not like, it's not cartoony. It's not bubbly. It's none of that stuff. It's like brutal. And it's mm-hmm. really good if you have any interest. I, mean, I grew up watching Dev- uh, Dragon Ball Z, so. Is it any of the, is it anything nope. canon? It's just, they just chose. Well, they've, they've not said, but uh. the, the hint is that it's not. But I reckon what they'll do is they'll find things that people like from the show yeah. and probably move them the forward. The way they always do with this stuff. Yeah. So there's one uh one of the ones later on is it has these two twins and they're both yeah they're both part of the dark side and they're doing this big thing and blah 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 but the visuals are stunning and the story even though it's only like 16 minutes is like really interesting Mm -hmm. and like i was like wow this is great like i I wasn't thrown on it at the very beginning but by the time it was going i was like it's really fun i'm down to i'm down to try it because i haven't had the star wars fix but uh i'd give it a go yeah i i reckon that was good uh, I've got two to go and I will report back next week. And the, okay. o- the other one I've watched this week, and it's something that I have been positively buzzing about forever. It's been coming for about five years, I think. It's called Foundation. It's on Apple TV. Have you heard of it? No. It's this sci-fi um, mind-bending show about math. Maths, we would say in the UK. Weird. Um, have a look at the cast. The cast is phenomenal. It's got Dean Thomas in it. We've talked about him 18 times over Foundation. the last couple of weeks. Um, the cast, great. So the premise of the show is there is this um, patriarchy, these three clones of, of an old ruler, emperor, mm-hmm. who run the galaxy, the universe, basically. And this one, the, the main guy who I only know has been in uh, one of the Sherlock Holmes movies with Robert Downey Jr., comes in and (laughs) basically says that he has used maths to predict the future and that he predicts that this empire is going to collapse in in a couple of years etc etc and they basically cast cool yeah they basically cast him out and but but the the premise of the story is that there's this young protege girl who he basically he brings in to prove his theory right was it called foundation yeah and the point the whole point of the show is i mean i'm not going to ruin the first couple episodes for you whole point of the show is the foundation what they want to build is like a, a, a knowledge base of human history essentially mm. uh, or, or because least, they think it's the gonna his, all blow up the history of the universe because they think it's all gonna blow up and it's interesting watching the graduates some things are happening i've only seen two episodes some things are happening you start to see little bits of decline in the in the galaxy they're in and the the emperors are maybe losing their grip a little bit it's very interesting uh, it's very long. The first episode's an hour and a half, and by the end of it, I was like... Is it based on a book? It is. It's Alexander... Uh, yeah, it would be Asimov. based on a book. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's fantastic. It's really good. Um, I need. I would like to read the book, to be perfectly honest, but it's it's a good good starting point. It's got old uh, old mate uh, Dean Thomas. That's what I said. It's yeah. got our favorite. I didn't realize that was his name. What is his name? Alfred E. Notch. Oh, really? Yeah. What's the main guy called? The older guy? 
like his actual name? Yeah, the real guy. J- Jared Harris? Yes, that's him. He's great. What is he? I like him a lot. But there's a big twist at the end of the second episode. Crown. And um, I'm not sure how it's going to go from there because like you expect it's going to go this one direction and then Harry Styles comes in and who knows what's going to happen after that. <laughs> Wait, really? <laughs> no. Sounds like, what? <laughs> Surprising. Um, that's what I've been up to, man. Listen, I, I, I genuinely think you'll really like I think the Star I, Wars this, stuff. This sounds like a lot of stuff that I would like, to be honest. Yes. It's so what I, it's I, what will, I assume the expanse would be like, but with a lot of math in there as well. With a little bit of nerdy math. Nerdy sounds math. like it's a little bit the expanse is a little bit more grounded in in like um this sounds more sci-fi, whereas the expanse is almost like into the not so distant future. Okay. Like it's not so crazy that we can traverse galaxies. They can just get to Mars. Okay. In the expanse. Okay. Does that make sense? I watched I think I watched the first one or two episodes of The Expanse and it was just a little bit like that. I just didn't quite like the acting. I'm not going to lie to you. Well, to be honest, it, out of it. to be honest, the first se- I, I like the books way more than the show. Okay, but the first season, like I mean, it was a sci-fi. Do you remember sci-fi? The channel? I don't yeah, know yeah, you yeah. Have, like it's not a renowned cable yeah, network. Yeah, it's a little bit. So like the, but it gets better. Like okay. the writing gets better, and it's like it's just. I think they kind of were they suffer from the fact that it was like a network level right, right style right. show. But then it moved like, to Amazon. Eventually, it gets picked up by Amazon because it becomes because mm. it got a cult following. Hmm, that's interesting. All right, well. That's a good enough, as good a time as any to move on to the news. Um, I'm intrigued. What what have you heard this week? I have heard quite a few things. I've heard that uh, where is it? The reviews for Bond and Dune are coming in. I don't want Dune. I don't. I don't know anything. about Dune. I'm just. I mean, if they were both good, would that matter to you? Well, I. I, I they're not bad. So, I, I, don't, which is, I don't. I'm hopeful. I, I've got this weird thing whereby if I'm really excited for something, yeah. I hate someone saying to me it's good because it makes me. Because th- I read one it, tweet. It, ra- it raises my expectations, <laughs> and then I go in with expectations. Tweet. Yeah. It could be he well, could be a straight jabroni, bro. I, I saw um, I saw Daniel Craig on the red carpet. He looked phenomenal. He always does. So speaking speaking uh, of um, that, there have been very initial reviews for Venom as well, uh, the second Venom movie. Yeah, I think sad. that premiered last night. Mm. Um, they're they're all they're all like good to middling. So like yeah. it sounds it sounds like it's. A lot of the same. Yeah. So if Fair you enough. like the first Venom, you'll probably like this. Fair enough. Which you which you do. It's your second favorite movie in the world. <laughs> took the words out of my mouth, DL man. DL loves this movie. Yeah. Uh, I also saw that Netflix released a bunch of like clips about The Witcher. You sent me they something that did. I didn't quite watch with The we'll, Witcher. We'll talk about that in a moment. Yeah. Uh, but, but Netflix had their big to-dum. And they renewed. Yes, yeah. they did. So the to-dum was uh, their version of like... Um, uh, at the PlayStation Showcase, mm-hmm. or like you know the mm-hmm. Nintendo do their directs, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So they uh, and I've not seen it before from uh, Netflix, so it's really interesting. And yeah, um, the 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 witch has been renewed for season three. We got clips of Vesemir. Damn, I didn't see the Vesemir clip, but looks, I saw the other stuff. It looks there was really other there's two other clips I saw. One okay. was about to be a monster fight, and one was like with that weird warthog guy. That's the uh, yes. You see that the with, guy from Get is yeah, Tormund. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, I didn't know that until it's afterwards. not Tormund. It's uh, Tormund. Oh, I thought you said. Tommen. No, God, like, no, not Tommen. Look at like him. Anyway, uh, yeah, no, it, it looks great. Like I'm, I, honestly, man, I'm really excited. I was watching some clips of the show, and it reminded me a lot that like how the CGI and some of the prosthetics change in that because you see that s- some of the the like creatures that he fights look amazing, and then you see the dragon. And you just go. The dragon was so bad. It was just so PS2. It like, was so. It's like PS1, bro. So, so funnily enough, you mentioned PlayStation. Before, like, I sent you PS1. PlayStation. I sent you a thing, uh, and it was apparently on Polish TV. They did their own version of The Witcher. Like it was like ten or fifteen oh, years really? ago. That's what I said. I sent you the trailer for that. Honest to God, 
the dragon in that trailer looks better than the Netflix show. <laughs> you go back and you come back and watch it. We'll do it. We'll do it. I don't do I don't we'll doubt do an episode it. on that. At some I point. actually don't doubt it. It but was oh. what I will say about the Witcher being renewed. is like, what is up with Netflix? Like they haven't even released the show yet. They're renewing it. Some shows that are amazing. They don't fucking renew. Like, how can they know? I wouldn't be surprised. If is it just, just because they've to... invested so much? I wouldn't be surprised if they're just trying to tie Henry Cavill down. If they've yeah, got actually if they've so got their hooks true. in him, they can get him back. That's actually so true because you know he'd be in demand. That's exactly what he's it is. in massive demand. And that was a great point, Thomas. Thank very you, well. Thank done. you very much. I appreciate that. <laughs> well, they they really they did say a lot of interesting new things coming out. We got trailers for um, a, a sort of pre well beginning of covid favorite we're getting a tiger king season two oh, i don't remember, I don't know if you remember that show but that's just like a money grab it's not gonna be good big time it's gonna yeah. be terrible i'd yeah. love it if they dive deeper into whether carol baskin killed her husband i mean what else can they do that's what i want to see unless like he's out a, of prison like a now. true crime i think he's out of prison now no way i think he is he must have worse hair than ever but how is he out of prison it's only been like two years i don't know maybe maybe donald trump pardoned him <laughs> Could be. There were two things that I was actually genuinely really interested by that we saw. Uh, one of them was uh, Cowboy Bebop, which I don't know if you know anything about. It's based on, so I think, a manga. Sounded like random no- noises. It it looks great. They okay. released like some some images and clips and, like, a, and a mini trailer. It's something that I'll I'll be watching for sure. It's live action. It, it looks great. Mm-hmm. Um, if anyone who knows anything about that, hit us up because I really enjoy the look of it. But the one I think you're going to be excited about is they released a clip of Stranger Things Season 4. I saw a little thumbnail of it. What did you think? There wasn't much there, but it was. No. It, it gets me excited. I yeah. mean, like, you know, I love that Steve's back. Steve's my favorite, so. Well, I'm intrigued by the whole 50s at the beginning vibe. Like, what do you think that could be about? Do you think they're talking time travel in it? No? I mean, it's interdimensional shit. Could be. Maybe. I don't know. That's did you ever see a show on Netflix called, uh, it was either The Dark or Dark? Yeah, that but that got bad. Where they did like time travel and shit. First season doesn't go that way. The first season was good. The rest were like really bad. Yeah, I, watched well, I didn't it. even get to the third. I only got to the no. I watched the first season the and left. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, I, I hope it doesn't go weird time travely like that did. That got like into like yeah, I agree. I don't want it to do that at all. But I think no. it it might be like hey, we're linking two different dimensions and then like that, that could be cool. I do like the dimension thing. Uh, uh, the family in it freaks me out a little bit. Like I don't know why something about the family. Is just a bit odd. Was it the inside out rabbit? Yeah, it could have been. <laughs> like, but then you see the dad course, and he's yeah. all like creeping out. And yeah. it's like, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah that makes sense. I mean, we should, we'll, we'll have to do a Stranger Things episode Tweaking. before that comes out, right? Sure, I'm down. But we, we learned from our The Boys experience that we can't do... Two seasons in one. We can't do more than a season. So we'll have to just do <laughs> three episodes. of. All right, we'll, we'll come back to it. Yeah. Uh, the other one that I enjoyed, I don't know if you know anything about, is Big Mouth. Uh, Nick Kroll... Uh, it's an animated show. You remember it? I know what it is, yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed the first two seasons. I haven't even finished the last season, the, the third season yet, but it was it was good. It's fine. It's all about... I, I love that it's like putting this weird slant on kids growing up basically around puberty. Like, that guy's voice is just so good. Yeah, it's so good. I, I, lo- so I good. love the, the puberty monster. He's <laughs> fucking hilarious. Like everything, everything about those guys, I wish the show was just about that. Yeah. That's the best part of that show. But yeah. Ah. Do you remember the Kroll show? Nah. That was short-lived. It was like a Comedy Central thing. He got a show and it was really bad. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to come back to Netflix in a moment. I'm going to swing back around to that. There were a couple of other bits of news. Um, Shout out again to uh, to, uh, our social media manager, Lockie. Put on the social media that Fantastic Beasts 3? 
has got a new name and release date. It is coming out in April 2022. It is called Fantastic Beats. The Secrets of Dumbledore. I don't care. No, I mean, none of those movies have been anything close to good. My so my brother's a massive. My, my brother and his wife are massive Harry Potter fans. Yeah, but like, this isn't even Harry Potter at this point. Well, that's it. But they love these movies too, and I'm like, I I don't get it. It's not good. I saw the first one at the cinema because they 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 wanted to go and see it, so I went with them to see it. The second one, first I, one was like okay on its own as a thing, but like it wasn't didn't like feel like Harry Potter to me. Didn't fit yeah. no, and and like the introduction of um Jude Law as Dumbledore, very odd. Yeah. Didn't like didn't like what, it. Like, wait, it doesn't make any sense. Nah, Dumbledore has like a full head of hair. And he, <laughs> like, what's going and on? He, and he must he, he must get old real quick. Yeah, like, <laughs> like that timeline progression does I, not I, make sense. To be honest, when that like was that whatever one Jude Law came in into, it was I think it was number two. As soon as he came in as Dumbledore, I was like, I'm out. Like I stopped. Yeah. I literally stopped watching the movie. I was like, I don't like this not at in, all. Not into that either. Um, so you so you've gone off that. I haven't franchise. even I haven't even seen the yeah the second fully seen the second one but did you ever see the stage show the cursed child no me, me oh the stage show the stage I have show the book do you um it oh. was also really bad the book was bad yeah well the oh, book is the right is the show yeah on your on your bookshelf of wonder yeah wonders new things I've never seen before <laughs> Harry Potter and the Cursed I mean I'd like to see it like apparently it's interesting but I have no the story's terrible oh really yeah, well I didn't like it okay yeah. why not. <laughs> just like it, it explored something that like I guess like it's just not at all there's time I, travel in it right kind of yeah it's just not at all what I wanted out of if they were going to revisit this world this was like the complete opposite of what I wanted really? and that's maybe why she did it I really wanted you know like, what I mean like she would just like she's kind of like likes to piss fans off I think at yeah this point. I think she and does who she is I really wanted like a, a washed up a washed up like a washed up drunken Harry Potter <laughs> he's lost everything I would like if they're going to revisit it, like go way in the past or go way in the future. Oh, that's interesting. You know what I mean? Where it's like, you don't even need to touch these characters. It could be something else. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, I'm going to touch quickly on this because we, we do like to keep up with the Marvel news. Have you heard this week about all of the lawsuits surrounding some of the Marvel characters? No. So there's an interesting piece of law that's around um, reappropriation, essentially, of uh, fictional characters and such by by writers and i think it's after 70 years i'm not gonna get into it it's too much to talk about that sounds really dry and boring what it does but the long the long the short version of it is there is uh there is a case going on at the moment whereby steve ditko one and the families of steve ditko and i believe stanley i'm not entirely sure Mm -hmm. um are essentially trying to sue are essentially trying to sue disney for the rights back to a lot of their big characters. We're talking Spider-Man. We're talking Doctor Strange. How? We're talking Hawkeye. Because it, it's like when things become a public eye. So there's, they only had a certain amount of time that they bought the rights to these things for. By the sounds of it, I don't know law. I don't know what's going on. You're not the expert. It, it sounds like Disney effectively... I mean, it, for my money, Disney will probably just give them like a chunk of money and go, mm-hmm. piss off, leave us alone. Yeah. But imagine if they won. But I guess, like, that's the thing, though. Like, does Disney want to do that? Because then it's, it sets the precedent for, like, every asset well, they've ever purchased. That there's, they a, there's a point. And it's, it's interesting because these were all done as, like, uh, like pay, pay, for your, pay for your work type, yeah. like, things. So these characters have been created, like, on the fly. And Disney were paying them for the day's work, not, like, necessarily the character and stuff. And it's, uh, it's interesting that 
how that's going to work out. Like, c- could it be that? That's crazy. Lawsuits, like crazy. I just hate lawsuits. Like, I hate the how lawsuit heavy America is. Anyway, that's so lawsuit heavy. But then, like, if you think about it, these guys could, you know, if they won, like, imagine the weird Doctor Strange shit we could get in the future. <laughs> imagine one of these guys. It's like it's I like, like what they're doing with Doctor Strange. I'm happy with that. Disney's done well. I'm down yeah, cool I, I with agree. it. I agree. It's yeah. but then do you remember when the the rights that random bond movie we talked about it when we did our bond episode, plug for our bond episode. Yeah, it was a good bond. The rights movie, to apparently. Thunder Thunderball went uh, yeah. some some other guy had written half of the book. They essentially were like, you know what? I'm just gonna make a Thunderball movie at the same time you make a movie. And Is yeah, that there was happened? Compi- I, they basically they comp- they I thought they just movies. talked about an idea of making no, a movie. No, they were competing bond movies out. Oh, no, I remember that. I remember that. But I'm just saying, like, the way he got into it was like. I think he helped write. He one was of the like, he helped books. talk about an idea. Yeah, it. basically. It's like, dude, God, is but that all it takes case. these days? He won the law case. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Weird. weird. Well, we got, we, got, um, we got our first look this week at uh, HBO's adaptation of The Last of Us. Uh, did yeah, you see did it this week? Thumbnail, yeah. It looked like the game. It looks so much yeah. like the game, doesn't it? I've seen comparisons with shots from the game. It looks incredible. Yeah. God, I'm excited about that show. It'll be interesting what they do. I'm, I'm intrigued. I, I hope they don't stick too closely to the game. And I, they I, for sure are. You know what I mean? Like they're gonna, But they're going to, like I think, give you more preamble. Yeah, we talked about this. Yeah. I, I'm quite excited. If you want to hear us ramble about The Last of Us, go back and listen <laughs> to that episode. It's a very good one, actually, um, if I may so so myself. <laughs> but it's uh, it's... It's certainly a project that I'm really excited for. And I, I think that the guys, like it's Pedro Pascal, Is right? And the, and the girl from Game of Thrones. Jo- uh, yeah, a little... What was her name? Uh, bear, one bear one of the Mormons. Little bear girl. Um, they, they, they totally capture this by the looks of it. Are they... Uh, I wonder if he's going to have a beard. Oh, I reckon he will. Yeah. Surely. This this is quite quite a way off yet. If they're still filming it, it's not going to be out till twenty twenty three. I'd assume. Yeah, true. Which is a shame because I am excited for that. Well, anyway, before we skip on, um, let us know if you guys have heard anything this week that we haven't talked about. True. If there's been any cool news or anything, you can find us at uh, mm-hmm. the podcast assemble on Instagram or podcast assemble at gmail dot com. The podcast assemble at gmail I, I thought you said <laughs> the podcast. Anyway, you, you know, podcast assemble on Instagram. The podcast assemble at gmail dot com. Well, saying that, we did we did have... I'm going to jump to correspondence because this fits in with news as well. One of our uh, friends of the show, Jacob... Let's give a did, whoop for Jacob. Yeah, whoop for Jacob. Holla. He sent us over this week. Have you heard that it's been announced they are making uh, a, a Mario movie? Yeah, I did see with that. With a full voice cast being announced. Now, listen to this voice cast, right? It's Chris Pratt. It makes no sense. Anya Taylor-Joy, Charlie Day, Jack Black, Michael Keenan... I can't even say his name. Keegan Michael Key, Seth Rogen. Uh, this is massive. I mean, I love it, but I'm also like, how are these guys playing these characters? This is Mario Italian? Yeah, well, that's the question. <laughs> like, like Bob Hoskins did it, and he wasn't Italian. Yeah, it's like, wow. I'm surprised they. Anyway, I, I think it'll be funny. Actually, I mean, I'm intrigued. Like, I yeah. feel like, like in the games, I don't think Mario says a lot. I yeah, I guess like, that's the point. You can just be really tongue in cheek with it. Like, yeah, can be just like really goofy. Is he gonna make like the classic Mario noises? Like, it's the me, I'm Mario. I think it's just gonna be like the Pikachu <laughs> movie, but like with oh, Mario. That's a really good point. I didn't yeah. even think about that. Yeah, of course, Detective Pikachu. Yeah, about. whatever it was. Yeah, with Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, time to think about that. That's it's gonna be in that vein. Have you seen that movie? Very humorous. Yeah, it was funny. Oh yeah, I liked it. Does he ever make? Does he ever do his like? Pikachu noise, like the thing Pikachu does in the uh, TV show. I don't recall. 
Interesting. He just mostly talks like Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, well, I mean, you've got Ryan Reynolds. You're gonna make it talk like, like Ryan Reynolds. Things like that's like, what I mean. This, she seems nice, <laughs> like that kind of thing. Like, yeah. If Chris Pratt's playing Mario, they're gonna have Chris Pratt Pratt talking like Mario, right? I guess. Sorry, they're yeah. gonna have Chris Pratt doing Chris Pratt. They're not gonna have him silent, occasionally going whoopee. What is like Chris Pratt as Mario? Like that just makes no sense. But what me. is Chris Pratt? That's the question. Like, what is his? He's what done other he? good things though. He's done other. Um... I'm not saying he's done bad things. I just don't like. There's I mean, just no voice... scenario where I can imagine him voicing Mario. All right then. So, cat trying to get in the door. We'll. There's uh... <laughs> gonna be a bit of editing on this one. Right. Do you wanna give me the main topic theme? Main topic theme. God, I wish we could sing. Um, lovely, yeah. So this week we decided to do something a little different because we haven't seen a new movie for a long. Yeah, it was nice time. to watch something new and also like not have to like struggle to find it. I'll yes, that. that was like something I liked about this one. Absolutely. Do you want to do you want to preface it? Yeah, it's uh, what is it called? Boss level. Boss very level. very creative name. Yeah. On Netflix, it's in Frank it Grillo. It was just released. Yeah. Is he in yeah. other things yeah, Captain that I America. know? What is he in Captain America? He is Crossbones. Uh, he's in he's in like three of the Captain America movies. I don't remember. I, I, like he looked really familiar. And I just really could not place it. And I actually didn't even look it up. But I am now. So. Well, we'll talk about it. We'll, yeah. we'll talk about it when we get there. Do you want to give me your... Um, I was about to ask you. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Your, your dumb summary. Stupid plot summary. I can yeah. absolutely do that for you. All right. Here you go. Frank Grillo's Roy is stuck in Groundhog Day, but with assassins, where he must learn a lesson or be killed on repeat. Frank Grillo's Roy is stuck in Groundhog Day, but with assassins, <laughs> where he must... Sorry. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything more creative. It's like... I mean, that, now I know who he is. He's that one S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. Yes. Um... A less cool version of Live, Die, Repeat. Yeah, I, I that's, agree. That's my summary. It's sort of like, in, in that vein of movie, isn't it? It's with a more of... buff protagonist and like an <laughs> equally ageless blonde. Like it kind of is in, that, in that hemisphere, isn't it? Like it's yeah. the sort of vague idea of the movie is it's it's in that Groundhog Day. Uh, it's not called Live, Die, Repeat, is it? What's the name? I mean, there's three names to it, I think. That is the one I remember seeing. Yeah, Edge, Edge of Tomorrow, that's what it is. And like Source Code is in that sort of vein mm-hmm. um, where the, the, the main dude's stuck in a time loop. He's a special forces agent, I think, yep. in this. Yep. And yep. basically, he's got to find a way not to die uh, and tra- figure out why track, he- down the re- track down the person responsible for trying to kill him. I think right. he's like the main plot. Like if you were going to say, like he, he's figuring out why he's in this time loop. Like Correct. he doesn't know. He's like, it's like a mystery in that way. Well, the interesting thing about this movie is that it was originally supposed to be released back in 2012. Now, when we get to trivia, I've just ruined one of the questions already, but <laughs> <Good job. laughs> um, it's interesting that this movie predates a lot of sort of like one thing we found out we could have watched for this podcast just before is uh, Free Guy. Yes. But it, it predates a lot of those video gamey type movies. But it just came out later. And it came, but but it had it got put off for like 10 years, which is such a shame. Like somebody bought it and just never yeah. made it or something. Well, we'll get, we'll get into that in a moment. Oh. But, but first, what I'd like to ask you is, can you guess what the IMDb score is for this? IMDb. I can because I'm looking at it. Oh, Dre. I, I'm sorry. I just, I just, as soon as you said it, I looked at it. Dre. What are you I, playing? Can here? I guess that is it no. six point eight? No, it's not. <laughs> uh, all right, give me the Rotten Tomato score. That would be. I think you're gonna be surprised by both. Eighty-two. 
Nah, it's 74. I still think that's high, though. Yeah, I mean, it was. I, I just, like, don't know with Rotten Tomatoes. Like, it, it's, this seems like a run-of-the-mill movie, but, like, oftentimes. Could be anything. To be, to be fair, 82 is too high. Yeah, I shouldn't have guessed that. But, yeah, it's um, too high. But what about Metacritic? Give me your, your best well, guess for 44. Metacritic. 44. You would be surprised that it is exactly the same. It's also 74. Mm, I mean, it is middling. It's that's not a middling score. That's a uh, 74 is almost middling. top it's average C. Top quarter. 74. Yeah, it's, it's a C. No, it's not. If you got a 74 on a test, it's a C. All right. Which is like, hey, you can move along, but you're not doing very well. You are very <laughs> middling. All right. <laughs> Well, this has got a pretty good cast to be perfect. Yeah. Too. I, I like Frank Grillo. I think he's good in this. Yeah. As Roy Pulliver. Terrible name. It's got Mel Gibson, which... Uh, I got I got a section this week called Questions for Tommy, where I've okay. got four questions. We'll, we'll talk about that there. We'll, we'll get there. It's got Naomi Watts, who I genuinely really like. I think she's great. And a bunch of names that I... I it, it's more I knew the face than the actual, like... Um, the, 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 than the actor uh selena Lowe, who plays guan ying who we'll talk about in a minute mm-hmm. uh michelle yo plays uh dai feng uh one who everyone should know is ken jong yep yeah the legend that is um mr chow of course chef Jake. uh yeah exactly Jake, um he's got quinton rampage jackson who is uh mr t in the latest version of the a-team mm-hmm. uh, ve- very random choice now let me quickly then just shimmy into my new favorite section which is goofiest imdb pick now oh my god i already know who you're gonna pick very disappointingly for this there was only one image that i thought was worth sharing mm-hmm. so we're gonna have to play this guy against last week's so mm-hmm. i'm intrigued to know if it's one thing this this guy is called i don't know how to pronounce this g j e e j good j g j e e g G. G. G Wade the second. Sure. Are you ready for this? Yeah. It's not even that weird. It, it, actually, it's a little weird when you really pay attention to it. Can you explain that picture? <laughs> is, he, to the... is he like prepping for a porn shoot? Ah, uh, exactly. That's what, that, that's what that looks like. What it's on like earth is happening in this wrong image. set? It's yeah. Like... And he's like, it looks like one of right for for context. It looks like one of those pictures you where you can see his pubes. Where someone has, <laughs> you know, where someone loses a load of weight and they put the old pants on and they go, "Look, I've lost all all this size." Where is this guy? Um, he's you... he's right at the bottom. I couldn't find anyone good in this. <laughs> uh, uh, but you can genuinely see pubic hair in this picture, which is not something I want to say about an IMDb it's picture. It's definitely not like his publicist should fix this. These guys need to get better publicists. Yeah, like, this, is, this, is. this is like the one spot where you... So you now have to tell me, is his picture goofier or less goofy than the MVP <laughs> of the show, Ray Bocanica? I will not unseat him by this one, but this one is ridiculous. It's this weird. is really weird. Like I if I didn't weird. notice, like if you hadn't pointed it out, I'd have been like, "Well, that's weird." But when you zoom in and you see the pubic hair, you're like, "This can't actually exist." Very odd. Be like, surely someone should report this. <laughs> it's actually like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's not good, is it? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So let's uh, let's dive in then a little bit. What we're gonna do is we're gonna do non-spoilers and spoilers because this is a brand new movie, and people might want to watch it. Who knows? Um, it's not really in our wheelhouse that I just much. Don't think there's that much to spoil, but. Yeah, there's a there's, there's like, a lot. There's like the one thing. There's a there's a lot to unpack with this. Like halfway through, <laughs> it takes a weird turn. Um, <laughs> I guess. But uh, well, all right, let's, let's kick but off. But carry on. Yeah. Let's kick off with it. Uh, 
I actually enjoyed this movie. Was I was really surprised. It was like a, it was like a fun, put it on, entertaining movie that, like, yeah, absolutely, was novel enough, with enough like, like not I don't want to say powerful acting, enough like good acting, like yeah, and like funnyish characters that like I was intrigued pretty much the whole way through. Towards the end, I got a little over it. But, yes, agreed. But it was I'm yeah, I agree. I'm with that. It was like a, it was fresh and different enough that like I wasn't uh, bored for most of the movie. It was entertained. All right, well, let's talk about Frank Grillo then as a main main character. Because in my eyes, and I don't mean to be disrespectful, but like I don't really rate see him as a main a main man. Like he's a, he's in a lot of movies as you know back, a backup character. Like he's he's in the Gray with Liam Neeson. He's obviously in the, in the Marvel movies, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, but I think he pulled it off. I thought he was great. Uh, he did pretty well in this one. I take your point though. He is kind of like I don't know how many different like types of characters he's going to be able to play. He's just the macho he's, buff he's dude. He's the Bruce yeah. Willis of, yeah. the, of the new age. Yeah. But this movie is literally just a vehicle for him to take like, his shirt off. That, that's my point. Like, this is the this is like the movie that he could lead. Oh, abs- he's absolutely. like a video game character, right? Yeah, absolutely. Basically. It is just a reason. For, but he's jacked in this. He's jacked in general. I'm he's guessing. like he's fucking, Like It's like all very lean as well. Very lean. Like, the guy must have just been having creatine and... and <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, I li- I liked him in this. Though, like, I, it, so one one thing that I noted very early on is that the humor in this is really dark. Like some of the comedic moments, you just like, yeah, oh, yeah, bleak, it's like violent as well. Yeah, very violent, like, but like, not like gory, but just like violence begets humor. It's kind yeah. of kind of gory. Like some of the it has moments. Some sure. of the scenes, some of the bits we'll talk about. Um, yeah. well, we, let, let's let's um, discuss the elephant in the room. Then Mel Gibson, talk to me. Yes. We won't get into questions yet, but like, what did you think of his performance in this? Let's just go uh, surface like, I mean, level. Like it, it was pretty. I don't think it was good. I I don't like think he was bad. He was, I, I didn't. He. I felt like his dialogue was weirdly written. It was like mm. trying to make him seem really like uh, philosophical and like. Uh, oh, interesting. And what's the word I'm looking for? Like, I don't know, waspy. I don't know. Like he, they were trying to make him like into this intelligent character. And I just felt like you're like really, really wordy, dude. Like it sounded like someone your, trying your to rigs and or Murta. Like it, stop this. It sounds like someone trying to write someone to be smart as opposed to like actually giving them actions that make them smart. Like that the things they do are smart. It's I like, could imagine this film was written for someone else and he was brought in to do the role. Like I mean I haven't seen really, him in a movie since Nam, so I'm wondering. Good. Like, I'm like, it's really interesting because I mean he, you know, is famously a racist. It is very interesting that they brought race up in it there was genuinely genuinely a line where he's like let's not bring race into this and i was like wow like that's ballsy well it's kind of like surely he knew what that would look like well i mean obviously i mean we, we didn't talk <laughs> about, do you think so do you think we he okayed that line well, we, it? we normally mention the director it was joe carnahan who has made some pretty bombastic movies he did he did i mentioned the a-team remake mm-hmm. uh with liam neeson bradley cooper etc uh, but he also did things like uh, Smoking Aces, which is pretty wild in its own regard. So, like, it, there's precedent here for this type of weird shit. Yeah, you for know? sure. Uh, I did have one question for you. Um, to- yes. Continuing a- along the character themes. Um, do you think that all scientists generally wear sexy clothes to work all of the time? <laughs> I mean, were they sexy? Did Naomi want... Maybe you're just into Naomi Watts. That was... That was a ludicrously skin tight dress and heels. She was wearing a dress? Unnecessary she was wearing jeans. heels. 
Nope. I don't remember. Um, you really didn't pay attention already. <laughs> I, I, I don't remember. But if that's the case, then, I mean, no. <laughs> like, I don't think that. I think they wear lab coats. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty with that. And, like, and with, like, normal clothes under, not, like, oh, I'm, under the lab coat is pretty sexy bold, laundry. I'm pretty on board with that as well. <laughs> I don't think that's okay. <laughs> I don't think that's how they do it. Yeah. All right, let's 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 put it this way. Let me ask you another question then. Um, if you could choose... Uh, one of these movies between you mentioned Live Die Repeat, Edge of Tomorrow, Groundhog Day, this and Source Code. I've never seen Groundhog Day or Source not? Code. It's so. very good. They're both very good. Uh, so, I, but I really did like Live Die Repeat, Edge of Tomorrow. So I will say that one. Okay, okay, because <laughs> it's the only one I've seen. I was gonna go with one to take forward. But we'll go. Uh, yeah. How about um, you? you? Why don't you give me yours if you've seen it? I just love Bill Murray. It's a lot darker, that movie, as well. People don't give it credit for how dark it is. But if it wasn't that, it would probably be, like you say, Edge of Tomorrow. That's a very good movie. Um, yeah, well, some of the... What do you think of the CGI in this? I'm really clutching here. Was there CGI? There was bits of CGI, like, like little bits, like explosions when he had his when he was decapitated a bunch of times. I, I It was all right. I, I would ask you, what did you think about the cameos in this? Who was your favorite cameo? G- give me an example of a good Rob, cameo. Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, it was the, the gunner. <laughs> yeah, I, I like the gunner thing. I thought yeah. that was pretty good. Um, the, I would also call like Kim uh, a cameo, like the chef. Like what's his? Oh name? yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. He's not really a cameo, but like I guess the that guy. Like, there's a couple of that guys. He's a bit of a that guy in this. Yeah, yeah I, I I gotta say I enjoyed um I, I enjoyed all of the scenes in that bar bar restaurant thing. I thought they were pretty funny. Yeah. Um, so basically, at the beginning of the movie, this isn't really a spoiler, um, he gets to a point where he can just relax for like half an hour or something, and he just gets really drunk every day in this version of, <laughs> in this version of the day before all the assassins find him. Yeah. Uh, and then he just dies every time. Can you imagine? That would be so maddening, actually. Oh, my God. It would be awful. <laughs> it would be so maddening. Just in life. Actually, that started just to, can't chill. That started to like stress me out. When yeah. I was like thinking about it, I was like, fuck, that gives me anxiety if like this happened to you. Well, the very, the very first thing you open with is that he wakes up yeah. to the girl he took home the night before screaming and a, and a, and a machete. Yeah, we like, should Attacking context. the headboard. That, and that's the keeps, most stressful bit for me. And he keeps reliving this life that way. Over like, and over again. Every single time he wakes up and he, we didn't even do any plot summary here. So we fucked up there, but and we kind of, we, he, he wakes up every day yes. repeating this day. Well, and, that's a groundhog day. And, talked about yeah, this. and in this day though, people are trying to kill him. Yeah. Like from the get go. Yeah, we didn't assassins. really, we didn't really touch on that. I don't think And if we did, maybe I missed it. But, uh, and so my point was like, fuck how like anxiety inducing is that the thought of that like if you just like we're stuck in this day where people are just trying to kill you all day like it's it's got an interesting like almost video game parallel to it though don't you think like well so we'll get into that it it definitely does and that's what they're going for okay they don't really tie it to anything it's just no which is like which i like you liked it i was like well i I almost want them to go one way or the other but we'll talk about it it was interesting that i think it did more subtly like some of the characters in it like for example ken jong like when i was watching i was like he feels like an NPC. Like he feels like he's going to give him the next piece of uh, piece of information. Like the piece of information about the, the, uh, the champion swords, swords Smith, whatever she's called. Yeah. No, you're actually, to be honest, kinda, that's, yeah. that's actually fair. It is, it is like a video game, but it, it didn't ever, it didn't, it didn't actually say that it was. Didn't like flesh whole, it out. Yeah. yeah. So, which is, which to be fair, could be, I think it's an interesting comparison that this yeah. is coming out the exact same time as death loop. Like I wonder if I wonder I wonder if that's going to be sim- like similar to this. It's got a similar vibe overall. Yeah. Like you've got to do all these checkpoints, you've got to do certain things. Yeah. 
Um, Questions for Tommy. Oh, look, look, I thought this had this this move had a lot more heart than I was expecting. That's all. Yeah, I for sure. I think that's a great way to put it. It had a little bit more like oomph and heart. Yes. I thought it was gonna be like another dumb Netflix movie. Same. It Some was a step. It, it was a step above that. It Some was definitely a step really hit with me. They, yeah. Well, they were creative. Okay. I would say the one you're talking about, I think in particular, if if it's the one I liked okay. best. Yeah. Um, well, we'll get to that. Yeah. In spoilers, your question's non-spoilery. Yes. Okay. Great. They're just kind of like, hey, this is going to be maybe a reoccurring segment. Questions for Tommy. Great. Why does Naomi Watts sign on to something like this? <laughs> like she had so virtually she can look m- sexy as a scientist. She been virtually had already. no role. She's like an Academy Award winning actress. Yeah. It? And she's in this movie. It's just like weird to me. Like they could have filled her in with any other person. It's not like she brought like she, she probably, was given a lot of meat to dig into. She I'm, probably owed someone a favor. I was going to say it's, it must have been a producer thing. It's or like they just ch- threw so much money. It's like the director's like. <laughs> millions of dollars it's it's like the channing tatum doing gi joe because he he signed a certain amount of uh uh movies with a with with a like a production company and he couldn't and get he, out of and it and he couldn't get out of it yeah like it could is be that, the same is, thing is that what happened with that? i mean i don't know i that's in my head what it is but it could just be that you know she really likes working with frank oh Grillo. no i'm talking about frank Grillo. I'm, I'm talking about with uh with channing tatum is that what happened oh yeah yeah that's yeah. what happened that's why he was in the gi joe movies well, yeah how many were there i never saw any of them there were two and in the second one, they murdered everyone in the original cast, and The Rock took over. <laughs> and then they've just done Snake Eyes, which is a reboot okay. prequel thing. Okay, a pre preboot. GI Joe just sounds Look, like we'll talk about it a different time. This is like the name, real quick. Yeah, it just sounds so like fifties. I'm like, because it, it, it is. Just, it just feels like it fake. literally anyway. is. Um, okay, question number two. Please. Like, do we want Mel Gibson to be back? No. Like, is this something we want? No. Like, why is he in this movie? Uh, Who gave that green light? So I think it's a case of they could, like they had too many choices for female actresses and they didn't have enough choices for male actors. But surely so anyone's <laughs> better. Like, yeah, I know. Like, I'd have put uh, Ken Jong in the role. That would have made yeah, it. Yeah, like <laughs> anyone. <laughs> anyway. Um, how many times can you watch the same thing before you get a bit bored? Hopefully quite a few because this movie does... I mean, it does suffer from like seeing those same sequences. Well, this one was about an hour and 34 minutes. Yeah. And I was right on the peak yeah it wasn't as bad as i thought it was gonna be though when no, i realized I what was happening i was like oh, this is gonna be annoying and they made it they did a pretty good job of i think avoiding like fatigue of seeing the sequence over and over when after he so. dies and he comes back and you see him do the same thing he's already done and and, and like we mentioned around half th- two-thirds of the way in uh there is a, a big change in his sort of mental state towards the whole being so you see some differences in terms i of, think that's I get, I why this movie actually has got more heart than i expected it to be Agreed. it didn't just become this action movie it actually pivoted in interesting ways multiple times absolutely and yeah. I, that's what i think was interesting about it and i think a, a lesser director would have made would have made some mistakes and they'd have just gone down the route of it's just like you know like a carbon copy of like exactly yeah fair enough. uh okay tones and themes hit me up um it's never too late to make positive change <laughs> yeah right is that it yeah, I, yeah. Like, I don't think well i couldn't think of anything else well I, my only my only don't one let was... the mel gibson guy get control <laughs> of the time machine <laughs> don't let mel gibson back into hollywood <laughs> please don't let it happen uh my only one was uh you don't know what you've got till it's gone because that was a bit i think i think that was a big theme at the beginning of the film and then yours was a big fi- yeah at the end of the film yeah so it was almost in like. Two. I mean, well, it's true. It's true. Like, don't take things for granted. Like, basically, yeah. But yeah. I, I think they're there. That's fair. All right. Do you want to hit me with your three best and three worst? 
uh, Rob Gronkowski cameo obviously fits in. I was like, no way. Didn't like, know who he was until afterwards, but cool. This, where does, how does Aiden get him in this? Um, the bit about getting to know his son. Yes. Which I think we've probably both skated around. And then the arcadey feel to, oh, yeah. to the movie at times. I did like, I did like, I like it. that. Did you like it when he went into the arcade uh, for the first time? And as he was walking past screens, they were all like going crazy. Did you notice that? I didn't notice it. was it. a really interesting little like thing it. to it. Um, but just, just the first few times. All right. My best were um, the humor. I've sort of brought, brought, brought that up already. Yeah. Um, the way he gets killed by the bus. I know this is really specific, but if you watch the way, like, so there's a bunch of times when he gets hit by a bus. Yeah. He, he's, he's driving a car, gets hit by a bus, and he always flies out the wind, out, out the windscreen, straight through the windscreen of the bus, and he does this weird, like, backwards salmon thing. <laughs> <laughs> I do wonder how, like, every the, time. I do wonder how, like, the physics of that would have worked. No, they, were, they didn't make like, sense. Like, he would have gone. Nonsense. It was nonsense. Like, he would have gone straight. Newton's law. Although, saying that, the bus hit him from the side, so. So, like, he should have just gone Surely straight he should have gone the other way. Yeah. The opposite way he went, but it made for great. Yeah, that's <laughs> so why I was like, when when that happened, I was like, something in my brain like tweaked. I was like, what? What? That doesn't make sense. Yeah, your brain didn't. I couldn't my, figure it out. I was like, what is this? My last one was just, um, I am Guan, I am Guan Ying, and Guan Ying has done this. <laughs> like the best catchphrase. <laughs> like that's my point. It did have these like weird, just random moments where I was like, why? What is that? But I, but it kept me in, interested. It wasn't like so like it, it wasn't so tropey. Like it had these weird little idiosyncrasies to it. Now I'm going to touch on this again in a minute, but little things like that and, and completely stop me. If you think I'm, I'm over exaggerating this little things like that gave me odd flashes of like Tarantino. I was going to like, all right. So my, do we want to go to three things I don't like? We'll go for your three things you don't like this. Are they trying to copy Kill Bill? Like, yes, that is like, completely. there's so much of this. Like there's a whole part of it that just feels like they stole, uh-huh. they stole Kill Bill. Like the whole assassin bit and how they're all weird and charactery. Yeah. Like was very much, which I guess is part of what they're doing with like the video game feel. That's what I was going to say. Which is yeah. fair. But like that bit in particular with the samurai sword, I was like, you have literally copied, you know. And that's kind of one of mine. So one of my. It's an homage though. One of my worst is, is just around. It's a little heavy handed on the video game pop culture references. And I wonder if they sort of meld together the two that we're just sort of saying. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it is almost homage if not a straight rip off of Kill Bill in places, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you notice that uh, the the like assassin cards? I think one of them when they, when the kid comes up and he's like, "Oh, have you, what did you buy?" He got and, the game, and uh-huh. he got like a, a game of cards, and it's a bunch of different assassins. And I think Is it one all... of them looks like one of the assassins, and so it uh-huh. correlates to the people trying to kill. Old That's mate. interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, second thing I didn't like hinted at the video game style, but didn't like tie it back. But at the same time. You've kind of convinced me that that's actually, I didn't not like that. Yeah. Okay. I think I'm, I'm going back. I, I think what you're trying to say is they didn't commit to it. They didn't commit. Like it almost felt like what they could have done one more thing to make it a little bit more yeah. rounded out. But I think also like, you're right. It was really subtle and like they didn't need to. So you, I think you've actually convinced me there. I'll shut I, up. I think, no, no, I, I'm agreeing with you. I think yeah. it's sort of, it, it, the non-committal nature of it did want, did, uh, uh, come me a little bit while I was yeah. watching it, but like not enough to think it was a, uh, you know, it was alright, it was fine. Yeah. Um, and then like Mel Gibson, why though? I I've mentioned him enough, why so though? I didn't I didn't put him in mind, but <laughs> yeah. he was very much insinuated. Um, yeah. Like why? Mine, obviously mentioned the video game stuff. Um, sorry, the yeah, the pop culture stuff, mm-hmm. the narration. 
oh man, I hate narration and stuff. Oh, he did narrate like random oh, parts, didn't constantly. he? Constantly. And it was in, in the same way, like a kill, like, um, you kind of have to with a movie like this. I think it was too much. It didn't need, it didn't need I, I didn't need to be told everything he was about to do. I was like, great. Like, fuck. I mean, it probably was too much, but like, otherwise you're just thrown in. And he, if you, if you don't have a narrator, he's just like, what's happening? And you're like, what's happening? Like, like you know what I mean? You kind of need something. <laughs> that would have been fun. <laughs> what's like, happening? Constantly like machetes. It's like, and, you, and no one's explaining this. Like, you know what I mean? That's great. I guess you could have done something. Actually, I think that what you could have done and like, I'm not a like professional writer, but I yeah. think it'd be interesting is like, you slowly Yet. realize what's happening because he's, Ooh. he's so degaff about it. Like he starts to have conversations with random people and you like, making fun of the situation or yeah. jaded with it. And you're like, why is he talking like that? And you realize, Oh, he's done like, this. Yeah. This, times. this is like not the first time he's lived through this. Well, I liked the bit when he hijacks the guy's car <laughs> and he screams, I got a hijack carjacked at the same, like the way, the way that's shot. Is... <laughs> like the exact pitch. Yeah. 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 Um, um, okay. Well, my last one then was just, just the MacGuffin machine. Like the, Oh, that, that is like the, the whole point uh. of the, the whole, like, but I guess what's the, the whole word? reason he's in this the whole conflict just yeah. like doesn't, there's not much. There. It's not a, that's conflict. the weakest part of the movie. Yeah, exactly. It's like really contrived. It's like they've, it's like they had this idea for what they basically, they basically watched groundhog day Yeah. and they went, how can we work backwards to put him in groundhog day with, with assassins? Like we said. Yeah. And then they work backwards and went, how can we, how can we manipulate the situation? So he's in this. Yeah. So they worked backwards rather than having a great idea and working towards a, a yeah. thing. No, I agree. So I was yeah, like, yeah, interesting. So, all right, tell me then, our classic rating system, um, is this better or worse than Aquaman 2018? I have it as better. Oh, me too. But I, I did change it. Like at did first, you? Like halfway through, I was like, this is worse. And then I, when, the, when the movie finished, like I was like, this is better. I think it's better than Aquaman yeah. 2018. The most average movie we've ever seen. Uh, okay, well, let's jump into a bit of spoilers then. Yeah. Um, I'm curious so, to see what you're going to say to spoil this movie. Well, like he was... So, well, the whole like pre- the whole premise, the whole big like the big reveal is that he is in this machine which is called Osiris the whole way through the spindle, the spindle, Osiris spindle. Sorry, yeah, of course. Um, so he's he's spindle. had some of his genetic DNA, whatever it is, his hair put into this machine, which Mel Gibson is essentially trying to use to become immortal, and has ended up in this loop. Which you know, is that ex- what's happened? He tried he, to come. I thought he was going to try and like fix the world. That's the that's the reason why I'm like. What he's can a, you spoil? There wasn't much there. He's a bad guy. It was Big McGuffin. Bad guy wanted to like go back in time. Well, anyway, his ex-wife was trying to create this machine for this dude, obviously ill-advisedly. <laughs> um, but the extra wrinkle I liked about this is that if, and, and obviously Mel Gibson wouldn't have seen this coming. It, mm-hmm. I mean, he wouldn't. He's an anti-Semite. Um, <laughs> is that if you stay, if you stay in the machine too long, it mm-hmm. destroys the universe. Yeah. I found that really interesting. Like that was a cool wrinkle. And there was the bit whereby he'd come to a point where he'd accepted that, you know, this is his fate. He's never going to outrun all of this. That's he can't, right. he can't save his ex-wife and he gets to a point where he's like, I'm just going to look after the kid. Well, I'm going to get to know the kid. Yeah. yeah he, Which well, like, that's what I liked about it. He, it deci- like, he decides that he's, he's willing to just, you know, yeah. look after the kid moving forward. And then they realize that the universe, time and space disintegrates <laughs> because he's still going in this machine. He's like, he thinks there's no way for him to ever be happy. Yeah. yeah. Which is crazy. I, I really like that extra sort of line in it. it. It was almost, and then he gets the depressed in the middle and he gets murdered, like just in his bed. <laughs> I was like, I was like, that's actually kind of like, 
a good twist on it. That's yeah. what got me. No, it is. I, 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 I did like the way they like. It was almost like the, um, the roller coaster of emotions, right? Like denial, anger, whatever it is. Um, yeah. Mourning, and then he's just like apathy, whatever it is. I don't know. I'm not a psychologist. No, I like it. But, I, but what I, I like, I like that he spends most of the movie in almost exasperation about yeah. this. Like, oh god, again. Um, Which, fair enough. Which is, yeah, absolutely fair enough. But, like, the ending is then that he walks... So he realizes that his wife is killed while he's still alive, and he has 14 minutes like, to get I across like the city. I didn't even... Like, the premise that she was dead in the first place, I wasn't across. Like, I don't think they made that clear. So when he was like, she's still alive, I was like, was that ever in question? Like, why, I mean, they we, why was getting, that in question? They getting strangled a bunch. At the end, like... Uh. Like, like, t- well, like towards the middle end, like I was like, no, because, why is he? No, because he's in, dead? he shows you one of the times where he does it and he ca- he calls the office and Mel Gibson picks up her phone and is like, oh, she had an accident. So like, you oh do yeah, find I forgot about that. I forgot early. about that. But like, I guess I didn't know that she was dead. Well, yeah. Nah. But the, what I liked about the ending is the ending is quite ambiguous, right? So his, the way he gets out of this is that he has to walk into the machine. However, it's implied that in doing so, he will reset the loop one more time. So that he goes into the machine and then he has to get the perfect day to get out, save, uh, basically kill all the all the assassins, save his ex-wife. Um, and he has to basically have a perfect day. And if he doesn't, then he's fucked up and he might actually be dead, which I found really interesting. I didn't realize that. Well, yeah. And I didn't realize it until I was afterwards. I was like, hang on a minute. Did they say that he's reset? Like he, they said he's resetting it. I was like, wow, that's genuinely quite good mm. and well, there's also there's already talk of a potential sequel for this which i quite like as well i don't know what they could do with a sequel i don't know what they do uh, how would he go back in? anyway no. all right let's talk about tarantino homages what did you think the about samurai that? whole thing yeah there's a, a ton of blood in this movie yeah but blood i think even mel gibson was a bit of a like uh bill style character like i'm in control i mean it was a bit different but um I don't know. Like I just, I, 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 all I thought about the Tarantino bit was the assassin bit. It, it was very much like, let me take an homage of all the video games, all the pop culture that I like, like all the, you know, um, yeah. Okay. Homages to like different films, like the dwarf. Yeah. Uh, like he had this like kind of like seventies vibe. Yeah, like he did, yeah. each assassin had their own like little, like it was almost like they were a character from a, a movie set in a different time. I like yeah, that. Well, let's talk. Let's like. really quickly talk about then um, some of the deaths because I found that some of them that's really great, good. That's a good topic. I'd love actually. to know which your favorite was. There's there's a lot of decapitation. I I absolutely would loved Guan Ying. Everything about that the character, sequence where he just got his head chopped off like over months. and over again was fantastic. And he tried different guns and he yeah. really great. Um, so the decapitation. There is the harpoon drag thing. That was probably graphic. my favorite. Really graphic. graphic. Um, there was uh, the minigun, which was bloody brilliant. There was just the blowing up of the time space continuum. There was the yeah. yeah there was the literal blowing up from the from the dwarf who mm-hmm. just blew him up. Oh, that too. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was talking about when like the time the world ended. There was like yeah. No. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. with you. But I, there was I'm, him killing himself a couple times. Yeah. I think that 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 one was pretty high on my list. Where he's like, well, let's do it, and like the guy next to him's like, what the fuck. <laughs> yeah. That was like, weird. Why did he do that? <laughs> what, what was your What was your favorite then? What was your favorite death? Uh, I think it would have been that one or the one, like one of the elevator sequence ones. Oh yeah, there was a couple good. elevator ones that were good. pretty funny. Like he opens the elevator, just gets lit up. Genuine question. Yeah. 
like imagine the very first time this happens yes how many times do you think he got macheted in bed before he realized he could avoid it i mean like i don't think it would take that many for me really like if i got macheted it died came back and i was like in the exact same space, died and then i'd be like all right this is not chill and i would just move <laughs> <laughs> like i wouldn't just be like let's see if it happens a third time <laughs> i think it would take me two times max all right yeah well i i do have a minor issue with this film yeah minor minor it's the it says he's only done it 200 times and i'm like okay like, i'm obviously getting a little bit over the top here but like the theory is that it takes 10,000 hours to master any any skill, right? Yeah, but he's a commando. He does his own thing. All right, let's say 5,000 for this guy. 10,000 hours is the equivalent of nine years, and he's done it in 200 attempts. Absolutely fucking not. Especially if he's got to learn that that's from the Swordmaster as well. This is like hundreds of thousands, if not millions of attempts, surely. I think that like you can suspend your disbelief that it's not hundreds, but... Well, I think that's a video I game. Thou- I think like thousands is fair. I think that's a video game part. Like you would, I mean, like at an absolute top level, you'd 200 times you'd try a video game before you give up, right? I'd be like, fuck this. Yeah. Like Change but... the difficulty down. Yeah. This is too much. Um. All right. Couple, couple more then. I, I genuinely love that they called out Liam Neeson. He said, yeah, I was going to say. He's a fake tough guy. I was, I was like, say, like, that was pretty bold. Yeah. Well, they worked together on a on bunch of movies together, right? Yeah. So, I guess he felt okay then about it, but I mean, they've yeah the the director and him, uh, Grillo and him, they've all worked together a bunch. So like, yeah. it must be like a little inside joke between them. But like, yeah. I fucking hate Liam Neeson. Do you really? <laughs> I don't mind him when he does good movies, but oftentimes he just does these crappy, um, you know, like action, action hero, like shy? taken, taken Nonsense. like ripoff movies. He is just not. I, I just don't see. I can't. I get behind him. He's great in Love Actually. Perfect movie for him. You give me a he's 60... in Schindler's List. He's yeah, in, amazing. There's a lot of good movies he's in. He just chooses some bad ones lately. You give me a 60-plus-year-old man in any action movie where he isn't sat in a chair, behind a chair... Being... With a whiskey, talking about the strategy behind everything that's happened. Don't don't yeah. trust it. So yeah, the first take, he's mid-50s, late-50s. There's a point when he jumps off a bridge onto a boat, and I'm going to say right now his knees crumple Splinter. like that. Yeah. There Splinter. is zero knee left. Yeah. So I'm like, I can't suspend that disbelief. No, that's it, it fair. just doesn't happen. So sorry, that's my Liam Neeson rant over. I totally get it. We will talk about him one day. Um, two two of the really quick bits then before we move on. I actually really like the tracking tooth thing. I thought that was great. Mm-hmm. You found out like halfway through that he was being tracked by a, a tooth implant by the girl who'd been put there by the girl he'd taken home the night before. And Who, the by way- the way, is like a famous actress, and she just got like a little. Is she really? She's like big in Peaky Blinders. She's been in a bunch of stuff. Ah, yeah. Of and course. then she's just randomly the dentist. Yes. <laughs> I was like, what's this? that's who it was. Why would you accept that role? Anyway. Um, yeah, and there was no post-credit scene, which I was I liked. I thought okay. there was going to be one, but there were a lot of uh, MCU references, which I genuinely really liked. Uh, Grillo at one point says, "I can do this all day." Mm-hmm. Very much enjoyed it. And he also uses the classic on your left, which was <laughs> chef's kiss. It was delightful. Um, would you like a bit of trivia, true or false? Before Yes, on? of course. Before we, yeah. All right. Yeah. Anything else to say about the movie before we? I, I think we covered it, man. Like, I, There's more substance to this than I would have thought, actually, having now just talked about it. But I think I did tap. I think we've tapped it. Okay. Yeah. Right. Well, let's let's, do let's this get to then. the true or false. Let's, let's do it. Let's do this then. Um, okay. True or false? The movie was originally written by Chris Borey and Eddie Borey, the brothers, uh, in 2010. And it was announced that uh, 20th Century Fox were going to 
produce and uh, distribute it. Well, you told me this. So unless there's like a little minor thing that's wrong, I'm going to say true. It is true, but you were supposed to say false because it was 2012 I said at the top. Um, I this, thought you this, said that it was 10 years ago. Uh, so I just thought average that it was about 10. Carnahan rewrote the yeah. script uh, and announced in 2012 that it was going to go to Anish Fox, but Fox ultimately decided not to move forward with it after Grillo was touted as being the lead actor. So wow, they, they, they called it as well. They didn't see him as a lead man. Shade. I know. Um, all right. So the date, the movie is... Um, the, the, movies, the day of the movie is set on, which is on repeat, is uh, lead actor Frank Grillo's birthday. True or false? True. It's actually false. It's director uh, Joe Carnahan's birthday. Oh, okay. Which I genuinely find. I just like that's an odd thing to add in. Yeah. Fuck it. I'm going to put my birthday in. I guess like whose birthday are you going to put? Like if you're writing it, you're not going to put some random date. I guess you would put your birthday. Yeah, I suppose fair enough. I think it's like, what are you going to gravitate towards? Like a random date or your birthday? Anyway. Oh, it's easier. It's, it's easier, isn't it? Let's yeah. put it in. <laughs> um, all right, then. So during a fight, during an action scene, uh, Frank Grillo accidentally hit Mel Gibson in the face and dislocated his jaw. True or false? I'm just going to say true because I want it to be. You see, that's the reason I turned it around. I wish it was true. <laughs> it's actually that Mel Gibson accidentally hit Frank Grillo in the face, dislocating his jaw. Uh, Grillo apparently didn't slow up because he didn't want to slow down the filming making process. And eight hours later, he let a medic reset his jaw. Eight hours with a dislocated jaw. Why didn't he do it right away? Right. I, I wouldn't would want that. To I don't know. Jesus. I don't know. So he, how do you act with a dislocated jaw? I don't know. Involves talking. I, I mean, yeah, like he must've been doing all of his silent scenes. Well, well, yeah. There was a scene where <laughs> like, he had the tongue, the, the, the like two still in, and he was like talking weird. Maybe that was when it happened. So true. <laughs> maybe um maybe that's why Sly Stallone's not able to talk for all these years. He he's actually had a dislocated jaw <laughs> since he was in his twenties. <laughs> all right, guys, lovely. Thank you for sticking with it. We really do appreciate it. I I enjoyed that movie way more than I thought I was. Gonna. I did too. I did too. We do have a tiny bit of correspondence this week, and it is actually our first five star review. So thank oh. you, friend of the show, Matt. We do really appreciate it. Uh, it's a five-star review on iTunes. You can rate us. It's very easy and super fast, so I'm told. And apparently it does good things for algorithms. Uh, if you want to do that, we Not would love it. by the algorithm. Yeah. Um, the the, the rating is really nice as well. He says, uh, these two have done a great job of creating a podcast. It's accessible, easy to listen to, and aligns with my tastes perfectly. Good lad. Um, <laughs> if you're looking to catch up on current TV, movie, games, media in-depth discussion on recent sci-fi films and fantasy look no further right in my brain they say we're writing his brain space which is i'm, I'm kind of concerned about um <laughs> and he feels like he wants to jump into the discussions at some times which is what ultimately we like that's right? the goal that that's is the goal the dream thank you friend of the show matt we really do appreciate it and like i say if you want to give us a five-star review that would be fabulous or just live your life as a normal human being or if you know someone who would like to listen to the send show, it through. feel free to tag them in it and send it over. Yeah. Um, if anyone wants to give us any correspondence, where can they find us? The podcast assemble at gmail.com. Or, or podcast assemble on Instagram. We're there. Yeah. We're always there. Or there and posting. We'll find you. Well, going back to Dre's old um, catchphrase. I find you. Tally ho. Tally ho. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking proud of that. Bye. Bye.